Okay guys, I'm gonna be super transparent with you. This is probably my 15th time re-recording this episode. And I don't know why I'm having so much trouble introducing that when you have been sexually violated for so long that you can begin to begin you can begin to believe lies and think that they are the truth simply because it becomes a habit and you're in the environment for so long. So in this episode I am going to be sharing with you some of the lies that I have believed that have kept me defeated, enslaved, stagnant, hurt, unforgiving towards myself and others. I'm going to be talking about how God peeled off layers, um, just layers of hurt and things that I thought was the truth that wasn't. And I would love to say that uh, this was an easy process, but it wasn't. And And it's not something that can be done in our own strength. You know, God guided me through prayer, fasting, staying in the word, and God built a solid community around me to help identify the lies that I've been believing. And not only to identify, because identifying is the first step, but then there's the next step of the how and being consistent in the changes that you're going to make you know um, also something else that was really helpful is with the lie that I was believing matching it with the truth you know matching it with God's word so that I have you know proof that this is not from God you know and this was planted by the enemy so guys stay tuned And I'm going to be sharing with you some lies that I have been believing for many years that God is setting me free from. Okay, so these lies are in no particular order, but uh, the first one that comes to my mind is hiding my body. Like, that I'm not allowed to look beautiful. I know it sounds crazy, right? But... For many years, um, I would wear like large clothes or I wouldn't wear anything that showed like my curves or anything that made me look beautiful, you know, and that is a lie um, of the enemy that we, we can't be beautiful or maybe we're fearful of being beautiful because we don't, we are scared of people looking at us us getting attention or feeling like we are going to be violated all over again. So um, the lie that I want to expose is that we are allowed to be beautiful. Um, So I'm guessing the lie is, (laughs) sorry guys, I'm a little bit all over, but the lie is that we're not allowed to be beautiful or that our beauty, our beauty and our curves and our shapes is the reason why we got abused or violated. And that is not the truth. And we are allowed to be beautiful. So, and maybe you're considering wearing a certain thing and you're like, no, I don't want to be too exposed. Go for it. And I'm not saying don't be modest. I'm just saying like, appreciate the body that God gave you, you know? So another lie is that sexual abuse is your identity. Oh my gosh, for so many years, um, 
that's the only story I would share. You know, like when I felt like people would ask, like, what do you like to do? Who are you? What are you about? Everything was about like, oh, I want to advocate for child abuse or I want to advocate against uh, sexual abuse. And there is so many other great things about us that we can share with others. Um, yeah, like that's not our identity. That is something that we went through. And then another lie that, I, that I've been believing for a really long time is that I couldn't have friends who didn't go through what I went through. I know this is so common because I know a lot of people, I have conversations with people who have been in similar journeys as myself and sometimes they don't want to have friends who have had healthy relationships and really good families and stuff like that because they feel like they won't be able to relate or they will feel left out. And that's so not true. Like we need healthy people around us because if we are always around people who have experienced just what we experienced, we'll never be able to grow and we'll never be able to heal. You know, you got to be around good things. Um, and then another lie I believe is like, I'll never be able to love people or I'll never be able to have a healthy relationship such as a marriage, um, friendships, and stuff like that. And that is a lie. Like, for those of us who have experienced trauma, who have been sexually violated, we too can have healthy marriages. We can have healthy friendships. We can have healthy communication. We can have whatever is healthy. We can have it. But it's something that we just may need to work a little bit more on. Like, um... For an example, growing up, like I was not allowed to have friends. So in my 20s, when I started to meet people, it was just so foreign to me. But you know, now that I'm in my 30s, I'm, I'm still learning how to be a good friend. I'm still learning how to communicate. I'm still learning how to have boundaries, you know? So yeah, like the lie that because we've been through s- such hard things, we can't have healthy relationships, that is a lie. Um, The next one is that I could never forgive. And that is something that I feel like a lot of people say all the time. Like, I'm never going to be able to forgive that person who really hurt me and violated me. But the more that you connect with God, you're going to want to forgive people. Like, I wish I could explain it in a better way. But I feel like I am in the middle. (laughs) where I'm in a space where I'm beginning to realize that I don't hate the person that abused me. I hate what was done to me and I hated their behavior, but I will not hate them as a person. And that allows me also to be able to forgive them too, you know, because I feel like when we hate people, it may be hard to forgive them, but we don't hate them. We can, you know, begin to have a little bit more grace for them and just, you know, have a heart of forgiveness towards them. I hope that makes sense. Um, ah, this has to be the biggest lie that God can't restore our innocence. Oh my God, I talked about this on my last episode, but God can restore your innocence. Like I shared in the last podcast that when I was um, younger, I was very promiscuous, very promiscuous guys. Like you're not even gonna go. I'm not gonna get too deep into that but um you know and now when people look at me they're just like yo and I share a little bit of my story they're like yo like really that was you and I'm like yeah but God has a way of just like purifying us and restoring us the next lie guys that 
this one, you know, God is still breaking me off of, but that we can never have joy, like true joy. And that is such a lie. Like you can have a background of trauma. You can have a background of being sexually violated and you can still have joy. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but God has a way of just restoring, like, every single thing that we lost, he gives us back greater. So, you may not be joyful in this moment right now, but trust me, if you continue to stay connected with God, you will experience unexplainable joy. And I can testify to that because, man, whew, guys. Uh, when I was younger, I was so dark. I mean, like, I was so depressed. Like, I only wanted to listen to, I only wanted to listen to depressing music. I only wanted to be around depressing things. And now I'm in a space where, like, I want to be happy. I want to experience the joy that the Lord has for us. So, yeah, guys, those are some of the lies. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that comes to my mind. Um... No, so guys, stay tuned for next week. Next week will actually be the last week of this Purity After Sexual Abuse series. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Can I pray with you, friend? Father, I thank you for this person who is listening their life, God. God, I thank you because you have created them on purpose with purpose, God. Father, I thank you for the joy that you are putting deep down in them, God. And Lord, I thank you for every single thing that you are removing that you did not place there. Father, every single lie of the enemy, God, we declare that it is exposed, God. And every lie, Lord, we declare that it is overpowered by your truth, God. Father, I declare that you speak to these listeners, God, and you just love on them, God. You show them your nurturing father self, you know, like, Lord, I just ask that you overpower them with your love. And God, I thank you for every single thing that you're doing. And I thank you for every single listener. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Have a great day, guys.